you're listening to the Overtime Ireland American Football Podcast. Brought to you in association with OvertimeIreland.com. Now, here's the OTI. Well, welcome back to the Overtime Ireland American Football Podcast. Myself, Colin Kelly, bringing you an international edition of the Overtime Ireland Football Podcast uh, as we come in here after recapping week two. I'm in Dubai at the moment, uh, a lot warmer than it usually is in Donegal, Ireland, but uh, looking forward to bringing you this show, uh, catching up with the NFL action last night. It was a fun experience as it went on all the way to 6 o'clock in the morning, so a bit like last Monday when I watched uh, Monday Night Football all the way to 6 o'clock in the morning, which was a kind of crazy experience, but finally uh, the Packers got that win over the Seattle Seahawks, I'll be talking about that in just a little moment, but hopefully you did enjoy the Week 2 action. Um, my fantasy football teams didn't go all that well, but again, more on that in just a little moment. As always, thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for tuning in. You can obviously listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, all those different ways of listening to podcasts. And of course, find them all at OvertimeIreland.com forward slash podcast. If it is your first time listening to the show, hopefully you're going to enjoy listening to this one. And uh, hopefully I'll hit that subscribe button on any of those so-called ways of listening to the OTI podcast. And of course, we're on Twitter at Overtime Ireland. Thanks as always for your continued support off the podcast. And it's uh, been great seeing the numbers going up, as I mentioned, on each show each and every week. And uh, thank you for that support. Um, obviously I mentioned we're in Dubai here listening or recording the podcast it's been uh, very very warm and it's very interesting to see how people are spending their days over here we've spent most of ours indoors in nice air conditioning malls uh, we're in the biggest mall in the world apparently well we were told it was the biggest mall in the world uh, in in Dubai uh, over the last couple of days and spent some uh, fun times in there but Again, I don't know if you want to listen to me talking about what I'm doing or want to listen to about American football, but with that, we'll get straight into the OTI recap. Let's recap this weekend's NFL action. It's the OTI Weekend Roundup. The first game we're going to recap this week is Sunday Night Football. The Green Bay Packers won in 27-17, a game that I really enjoyed this one. Uh, we were meant to be joined on today's show by the, the Packers UK fan group and uh, one of the founders there, Steve Diddy, a fellow Irishman. We were going to talk about this, whether it was a win or loss, and it was a win. And unfortunately, just with some technical issues, we couldn't hook that up to bring him onto the show this week. We'll be having him on an upcoming show very shortly and hopefully to either preview a Packers win or recap a Packers win. But the Packers win in here by 10 points against the Seahawks. The Seahawks have had their number over the last few years and I don't need to remind Packers fans of the NFC Championship game last year when the, the Packers really did just disintegrate in the last couple of minutes and went on to lose that one in uh, kind of devastating circumstances. The Seahawks then had their own devastating loss in, in the Super Bowl to the, to the New England Patriots. But a game here that, you know, the, the Packers started off well, uh, Rodgers moving the ball quite well. The, the Seahawks have had their issues on offense this season so far, and the big issue is obviously the off, off-season acquisition of Jimmy Graham, and they've had issues trying to link him and Russell Wilson up the time and just seems to be a little bit off for them at the moment. He only had one catch for 11 yards in this game so you know a big issue there last week they couldn't really get him going he did get a touchdown against the St. Louis Rams but you know when you get a player of that caliber you want to be trying to get him integrated into the game plan as much as possible and really we didn't see much of Jimmy Graham in this one next uh, player to talk about I guess is Russell Wilson and you know he had some nice scrambling yards it's something that the Packers over the years have had issues with we all know what Colin Kaepernick used to do to them on the ground so Russell scrambling quite a few times and uh, picking up quite a lot of yards on the ground uh, in this one and Marshall Lynch you know the the off the offensive line has been a real issue so far for the Seahawks they traded Max Unger to the New Orleans Saints and that Jimmy Graham trade and it's been a 
it's been a tough start to the season for them 0-2 now the Packers 2-0 so you know I don't want to gloat too much about this result but a big big game uh, here for the Packers getting the win and hopefully come the end of the season maybe possibly home field advantage because a four game swing now leads them over the Seattle Seahawks but big games in this uh, in particular for J. Ron Elliott picked off Russell Wilson with uh, 6.50 to go in this one it was a big uh, kind of turning point in the game that the Seahawks still well in control at that stage trying to go down the field and put more points on the board but the Packers then ended up eventually ending up with a 10 point lead with two minutes to go and it was just too much for the Seahawks and Fred Jackson then there was a forced fumble Fred Jackson fumbling the ball the Packers recovering that was enough for Aaron Rodgers to take a knee and win this one big news for the Packers was Eddie Lacy going out injured the x-rays have come back negative for you know uh, an ankle dislocation or a fracture but you know ligament damage and that is likely going to be there and as of the time recording there is no uh, definitive time as to when he will be back on the field but James Stark's having a nice game coming in here and uh, you know and substitution for him and we all know Jim Starks is a, a very very capable backup so he will likely over the next few weeks have more time on the field and the Packers taking on the Kansas City Chiefs Monday night football this coming week so another a big big game for them there but a big win for the Packers and you know uh, very very uh, impressed overall by with how they dealt with this one the next game up and I talked about Eddie Lacy's x-ray coming back negative the Dallas Cowboys play the Philadelphia Eagles a very tough blow for them you know they lost Des Bryant last week with that foot injury and there has been reports coming out that he's going to miss up to 12 weeks after a bone graft in his surgery there but no deflecting reports about that but Tony Romo did fracture his left collarbone in this game after a, a sack actually it wasn't a sack um, it was a, a fumble which he he got kind of crushed after by the defensive lineman and um, he's going to be out now for the foreseeable future uh, probably you know possibly the season we're you know again waiting on more tests to be done to, to see how it goes Branton Whedon came in for him and led to uh, led to a touchdown then after that there he got a touchdown to Terrence Williams and some pretty damn awful defending by by Ron Maxwell of the Philadelphia Eagles you know he's got a, a lot of money paid his way after moving from the Seattle Seahawks in the offseason but has been anything less than impressive in the in the first two games. Got absolutely torched last week by Julio Jones, and you know such soft coverage in this game. Just uh, very very disappointing all around. A franchise record in penalties for the Cowboys in this eighteen penalties for them, uh, and leads them to their tenth successive road win. But going two and zero to start the season, very very positive for them, but very very negative as the injuries to Tony Romo and Des Bryant, and we'll see how long it takes them to come back. But you know at this stage of the season, although they have that two game advantage uh, over some of the teams in their division. Uh, like the Eagles and like the Giants and it's just it's just gonna be a tough season for them from now on out I, I don't know how it's gonna end up for the Dallas Cowboys but a big win for them and key point in this Sam Bradford did not look good in this one for the Eagles three turnovers for him the Eagles have not been able to run the ball at all over the first two games a team that we thought would be kind of based around the run game and he had two yards rushing was uh, DeMarco Murray former former Dallas Cowboy two yards rushing and 13 carries so not not all that positive for them and it, uh, you know a lot of negativity around the crowd in Philadelphia the Cleveland Browns and Johnny Manziel got a win here 28 to 14 against the Tennessee Titans we talked last week about how positive the Titans looked against uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and you know it was a big big turnaround here I thought uh, Mario has still done some nice stuff in this game he had a nice touchdown pass to Doriel Green Beckham but the game kind of got away from them a big big game here for uh, Travaris Benjamin who had a, a punt return he had two other returns for touchdowns so three touchdowns in total for him in this game a big big game for him and uh, Johnny Manziel finishing 8 of 15 for 172 yards so I have to say uh, you know uh, a much better uh, turnout for Manziel in this compared to what it has been in recent uh, times you know what we've seen from him in the NFL and uh, the Titans with a, a big crash back down to earth and as they go one and one uh, so do the Cleveland Browns and we'll see how their journeys go for the rest of the season I mentioned there uh, you know the Buccaneers getting trounced last week by the 
by the Tennessee Titans. They got a victory this week on the road against the New Orleans Saints. It's just the NFL week to week. You have absolutely no idea most of the time where these results are going to come out of. Uh, I went quite bad in the Pick'em Leagues this week. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I picked maybe three games, correct? There was uh, surprises all over the card. And we see that the Buccaneers with a 29-19 win over the Saints. Uh, Jameis Winston had a, a rushing touchdown. He passed for a touchdown to Vincent Jackson. Jackson with a nice game here all round. But, you know, the New Orleans Saints seem to have uh, their issues too. They're 0 2 to start the season. And, you know, last year at this stage, we'd have been talking about how good and how comprehensive they are at home with their, their victories. They they rarely lost at home up until last season. At one stage last season, I think they had a three game losing streak at home, and now they start the season with a home loss. So the red home field advantage of the Saints seems to have absolutely disappeared. They had issues on offensive line all night. Defensively, they looked very suspect and uh, come away with a loss here. So we'll see what happens again very early in the season but you know tough tough way to start and we're going to talk in a moment about the Atlanta Falcons and their 2-0 uh, so it's going to make it tough for teams like the Saints to, to come back and make a challenge in this division as well the Raiders in a real shootout with the Ravens a, a very very interesting game to watch I did catch a good bit of this there's some of these games I didn't catch as much up as the others with the Oakland Raiders with a big big home in 37-33 to I thought both quarterbacks played pretty well in this I thought pass rushes of both teams weren't all that impressive and I thought the Ravens really struggled with the loss of Terrell Suggs uh, in this one so he's out for the rest of the season obviously in the defense we're going to have to have somebody to step up into his place and see how they can develop going forward but with Derek Carr I uh, thought it was probably his best game of his young career so far and he, uh, he was impressive I, I have mentioned on the show a good few times that I'm not his biggest fan I thought people got a little bit of the head of themselves talking about how well he done last season but uh, the best game I think that he had here uh, finishing with 351 yards and three touchdowns and had a late interception uh, late in the game but uh, he, thankfully for him uh, the team still got the victory and this one Joe Flacco 384 yards and true for two touchdowns Steve Smith with a big big game in this here as well but a win for for the Raiders who are uh, their fans I was watching this thoroughly enjoyed it really into the game Aldon Smith as well playing for them but uh, just uh, Khalil Mack had an injury in this a groin injury kind of struggled a little bit as the game went on but um, I thought they'd done just enough but both teams defences really are uh, needing to improve in this one uh, from, from now on and moving forward the Minnesota Vikings did not run Adrian Peterson all that much when they played San Francisco on Monday Night Football they kind of ran him into the ground in this one he was a lot more involved in the action rushed for 29 times and 134 yards and the combination of him and Teddy Bridgewater uh, had a smart kind of game plan a lot lot better from the Minnesota Vikings in this I don't know what happened in the first game against the the 49ers whether the game plan was maybe to try and set him a little bit and work him into the game plan or what but just did not look good Teddy Bridgewater didn't look good against the 49ers looked much much better in this one again he threw for a touchdown rush for another one Matthew Stafford it's it's really hard to know what we're going to get from him uh, from well the one thing you're sure to get from him is erratic performances and uh, he had another one here they were 14-0 down early in the second quarter and they just never really mounted that comeback the 49ers kind of from the the fourth quarter onwards seeing out this game and uh, comfortable win for them in the end and you know after the first performance a lot of people questioning the Vikings a big big win for them here they go to one and one the Lions 0 and two so it's going to be this division with the Packers is going to be very very fascinating the Packers holding the early lead in that with the two and oh start the other team in the division obviously the Chicago Bears uh, Jay Cutler went down for them in this game the game was well closer than it finished when Cutler went down he went down with a hamstring injury on a pick six play uh, he, he went to try and make a tackle hurt his hamstring he left the game did not return Carson Palmer kind of just diced the Chicago Bears secondary as people were predicting before the game the Packers didn't play all that great against the Bears last week got the win but in came Carson Palmer here and him and Fitzgerald really went to town in this one three touchdowns for Larry Fitzgerald uh, 
and David Johnson now I think at one stage he had three touches in his NFL career uh, one rushing touchdown one receiving touchdown and one opening kickoff return for a touchdown so quite impressive start to his career there and uh, Bruce Arians has said that he doesn't want to overwork him at the start of his career and let him try and get into the system but with plays like that over the last two games um, and you know Chris Johnson getting the, the workload here I think sooner rather than later we're probably going to see a little bit more of David Johnson being worked into the Cardinals but the Cardinals now 2-0 and and as I mentioned uh, the Chicago Bears 0-2 under new head coach John Fox so a tough season start for them and I predicted it was going to be a long hard season they missed out on Alshon Jeffrey in this game with an injury and of course they are already without Kevin White so it's just it's just not looking good now that the quarterback Jay Cutler also looks to be uh, possibly going to miss some time as well Jacksonville Jaguars got a big win over the Miami Dolphins another game I wrongly predicted on the preview show last week uh, you know they won 23 to 20 the Dolphins had some nice play in this but Blake Bartles another young quarterback having a very very strong game in this one passing uh, deep passes long passes short passes everything in between and a big big game here for Allen Robinson as well he had a really really uh, maybe you know people were talking about him before the season you know as a, as a big player this season but you know he's had some nice games in the career maybe this could be possibly his breakout game I thought as well Jarvis Landry had a really really good game and I thought thought the Jacksonville Jaguars really bottled up the run game here for the Dolphins they really kept uh, Lamar Miller under wraps and overall uh, just a very positive result at home for the, for the Jaguars who uh, start the season one and one and you know last week it was doom and gloom and they really couldn't get anything going on offense against the uh, Panthers but a good win for them here the New England Patriots went up to play the Buffalo Bills the Bills getting a big big win last week when they faced off against the Indianapolis Colts this one looked to be quite well in hand for the New England Patriots uh, at one point and kind of maybe the third quarter I think they might have had like a you know three score lead at one stage but uh, the Buffalo Bills marched back into it and uh, ends up with a score of 40 to 32 Tom Brady with a monster game here 466 yards the second most of his NFL career which as we all know spans back quite a considerable length of time and three touchdowns uh, he threw in this one for the Patriots I thought Julian Edelman absolutely fantastic in this and over the last two or three seasons has really molded himself into a nice NFL receiver we all remember back when Wes Welker was with the team how important he was but Julian Edelman having a, a big big impact and you know his uh, right running is really really crisp over the over the last kind of you know 16 months or so when I have been very very impressed with him I thought Tyrod Taylor played uh, okay in this one they were behind early on I thought he was having a, a lot, little bit of trouble but uh, he kind of helped them get back into the game whether that was the Patriots laid off a little bit on defense what uh, all went down there but uh, he had an impressive led them to an impressive comeback and a, a late throw to Sammy Watkins gave them an opportunity but uh, Brady is now 24-3 and against the Buffalo Bills, and uh, his pass yards were, of course, his most ever against the Buffalo Bills team. So another record there for Tommy Brady. Last week, the Patriots uh, got a victory against the, the Steelers in the opening game of the season. Steelers playing their opening home game of the season against the 49ers and really went to work here. It was Ben Roethlisberger, 369 yards, three passing touchdowns. D'Angelo Williams uh, tied a team record for three rushing scores in the one game. And Overall, they, they really dominated. The interesting point here was that the Steelers, from the outset, went for two-point conversions and a couple of their opening touchdowns. And you know It's the, the first time I've seen a team going for them so early in the game since the new rule change came in. Antonio Brown with a, a really, really good game again. It's it's hard to describe what Antonio Brown does on a weekly basis, but nine passes, nine pass catches here, 195 yards, almost the 200-yard mark, two touchdowns for the Steelers, and uh, they had 453 yards, despite only having the ball for 23 minutes of the game. So Kaepernick uh, led uh, them to a few few scoring drives for the. He threw for 335 yards, which uh, you wouldn't think when you only put 18 points on the board, but a, a dominating one here for the Steelers, and they they really cruised to victory in this one. The Chargers lose on the road to the Cincinnati Bengals. I thought that the Chargers could possibly win this. 
there was a, a lot of turnovers. Keenan Allen starting the game with a drop punt return or a, a punt, and uh, that there set the Bengals up to start the game. Giovanni Bernard uh, got uh, a little bit more running than he usually does in this game. Jeremy Hill lost two fumbles. There was a lot of a lot of turnovers in this game. Jeremy Hill lost two fumbles, and uh, Giovanni Bernard finished with 123 yards rushing as he came in to, to be the lead back in this game for the Bengals. I'm sure G- or Jeremy Hill will go back to his starting role next week, but in this game, uh, pulled out of the starting lineup, and Giovanni Bernard got to give himself a little bit more time on the field. Philip Rivers uh, broke the Chargers record for quarterback uh, tr- touchdowns throw in, in this game. Not quite sure. I can't remember the number that exactly it was, but uh, during the game, they were uh, quite pumping that up during the game. But he also had 22 straight completions in the game, which is a, a Chargers record and only two shy of Donovan McNabb's NFL record of 24. So he has had uh, two decent starts, two decent games to start the season, but in this one, comes away with the loss and uh, they are 1-1 one and one now to start the season 2-0 and oh for the Cincinnati Bengals. And the next team up, they looked impressive against the Eagles in the opening game and they looked quite uh, a mixture from time to time during this game against the Giants this game will probably remember for how uh, the Giants threw another game away in the fourth quarter with a lead Julio Jones had a, a nice nice game again and uh, Devontae Freeman had a, a two yard touchdown to finish off after a 37 yard completion near the end to Matt, from Matt Ryan to Julio Jones they ruled it a touchdown was reversed and a two-yard touchdown for Freeman to finish it up with one fourteen on the clock. Then there was the opportunity for the Giants needing the touchdown to go down the field, similar to what the Cowboys done on them last week. But uh, no, just didn't happen. And per clock management again, um, they, they got a false start penalty at one stage on this drive, trying to tie the game. They had a, an issue in the drive before before giving the ball back to the Falcons to give them the opportunity to get the win. So the Giants, uh, the crowd not very happy here. The Giants with clock management issues in their opening two games, leading to two losses. So, you know, 0-2, they could have been 2-0 if they just handled uh, things a little bit differently from a statistical and planning point of view from both quarterback and head coach. Just a couple more games to run through here and with the Redskins. They got a surprise win, in my opinion, over the Rams. They really held the Rams in check in this one. St. Louis last week dominating uh, the line of scrimmage uh, from a defensive point of view against the Seattle Seahawks. In this one, they did struggle against the Redskins. And rookie Matt Jones was the man who uh, had a real big game here. 123 yards for him, two touchdowns. And uh, Kirk Cousins avoided the turnovers. You know, I often talk about he has a lot of issues with turnovers. Uh, you know, <laughs> likes, likes to turn the ball over. And uh, in this one, kept kept them clean of turnovers, helped them uh, move the ball efficiently between the run game and some passing games. And uh, the Redskins coming up with the win over the St. Louis Rams. So a uh, surprise win here, from my opinion. Oh, it's a home game. They started the season with two home games, but lost last week and uh, picked up the win. But last week, again, they were a bit more impressive than I thought they were going to be against the Dolphins. So uh, they go to 1-1 one one as well. The Rams, after the big win last week, go on the road. And now they're 1-1 one one as well. So a little bit of air out of that Rams balloon. Last game is the Panthers and the Texans. This game definitely... Pff- the, the least enjoyable from what I've seen the most of during during the Sunday slate of games but I have to say Cam Newton with an impressive rushing touchdown a quarterback draw hurdled into the end zone and uh, almost nailed the landing uh, back down his two feet but got kind of knocked over onto his backside by one of the defensive linemen but too late for the uh, for to knock the ball loose and a touchdown there for the Panthers Ryan Malk at the start in this one ahead of Brian Hoyer. He threw for 244 yards a touchdown and ran for a touchdown as well. Six-yard score for him. But overall, uh, I thought they had a chance moving down the field at the end of the game to try and tie it up. And I just was not all that convinced that he was ever going to get them into the end zone to make a 24 apiece. So Cam Newton and co. get the win here. They won last week as well. So they're 2-0. and The Falcons are 2-0. and And of course, New Orleans Saints are 0-2. and While 
of course, a one and one for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So the Saints, a team that a lot of people would have been picking to win this division at the start of the season, really in big trouble in that division. And uh, the Packers with a nice win. I'm just going to finish up on that note. I have to mention the Packers again, thankfully, beating the Seahawks after three straight losses against them, including the Fail Mary game up in Seattle and, of course, the first game they played at home. And uh, like the Cowboys having a a very strong road record over the last two seasons, the Packers have been uh, unbeatable at home and have now, I think, won their last nine straight at home. Rodgers, again, without a turnover at home, so very, very uh, consistent at Lambeau Field. Recording this on Monday, so of course Monday Night Football, the last game that's going to happen this week, and it's the Jets and the Colts, and the Colts losing last week against the Bills, and the Jets winning. Most teams that won last week lost this week, and vice versa, so I'm going to go for a Colts win at home. I think Andrew Luck gets things moving, although I'm facing him in a couple of fantasy leagues that uh, it looks like I'm going to lose, and I could do with a bad game in this one from Andrew Luck, but I think they're going to do enough. I think, you know, the, the big talking point here is the T.Y. Hilton injury. He's a game-time decision at the moment. Will he miss out? Will he start? And uh, will he be effective if he does play? And that there's, uh, you know, what I think. Frank Gore didn't really get a lot going on the ground last week. And uh, I think that's another thing. They need to start trying to take some of the pressure off Andrew Luck, give a little bit more ball to the running backs. And the Jets were good on the ground last week. They had Branton Marshall, Eric Decker. So they have them threats through the air as well. And the Jets, I think, are going to be a bit more of a formidable opponent this season than they were last year. Darrell Revis likely to, to cover T.Y. Hilton if he plays. But whether he's more than a decoy, as I mentioned, is the interesting thing. I think the Colts win. I think it'll be a lower scoring game than people are expecting. Uh, and I'm going to go just for a Colts win in that one. As I said, uh, lots of stuff going around trying to get things set up. The sky had an issue with Skype that we couldn't record with the, the UK Packers fan group and Steve Diddy. So hopefully get them back on a show. I'm sure they're reveling in the victory of the Green Bay Packers over uh, the last few hours. And uh, that'll continue for the rest of the week and possibly the rest of the season if they continue on a nice run. And uh, hopefully make it all the way to the Super Bowl in Santa Clara, California come uh, February. So... I've uh, nothing more really to add to the show other than it's been fun trying to record this in Dubai uh, off uh, now to get some dinner and uh, I'll be talking to you next hopefully from Melbourne, Australia mate. A terrible Australian accent. But uh, until the next show when I'll be back hopefully I'll have improved my accent by the time that comes around and uh, I'll be taking that one to you on the preview show later in the week so until then stay tuned to the at overtime Ireland twitter feed and i know it has been quieter over the last few days but as you can imagine with traveling and so on other things fitting into the schedule but uh, it will be probably getting a little bit more busier as the days go forward and uh, until i'm back with the next show of course have a good one thank you for listening to the overtime ireland american football podcast please follow us on twitter at overtime ireland Check out OvertimeIreland.com and continue to spread the word. This has been an Overtime Ireland production.